Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Yeah. Noah's out. Uh, Noah has no voice today. She's here with us. Hi, it's Nikki Glazer. It's the Nikki Glazer podcast. Welcome to it. Uh, another week of shows beginning right now. Um, I'm in St. Louis, Missouri. Noah is in Arizona with no voice. Noah, do we want to just give him a little sample? A little bit. I mean, I could have done here, Nikki, but it's too. <laughs> yeah, no one. Weird. That, what if we have new listeners? You know, they're listening for the first time and they just hear here's. Yeah, it's well. That I sucks, a, man. I had a sinus infection, and it traveled to my throat. That's a really good Noah. Is it? I'm working on it. I have okay. all my girlfriends have g- gentle, angelic yeah. voices, and I do not. And Noah is gentle and kind yeah. in her spirit too. Although, yeah. what was it she said in when we were? In we Tuesday? can't even repeat it. Oh, we can't. No, I don't even remember who it was about, but it was so funny. It was Noah can just be so harsh sometimes because you think she's just so sweet and everything yeah. is just like she's just like kind about everything and understanding. And like, well, maybe he just was feeling you know a little threatened by that, and like she's never like <laughs> that piece of shit. Like, but sometimes she is. Like, it can be really. And then she's like. He's a disgusting bore. Oh, yeah. Well, Zach on Love is Blind, she famously th- said, he's a wreck. And when, the, when we have all been just kind of like defending him, she just goes, ugh, 
he's a wreck. It was just a, her on the couch in the corner, like hadn't said much that day. And it was just the, f- I couldn't stop laughing. I know. I think it was the funny. Such and then surprise. she said something this weekend that was really mean out of nowhere. And I could it. not stop. I'll tell you later. Okay. We can't tell it on the pod. And it's not because I'm trying to leave you guys out. It's just, I don't want anyone's feelings to get hurt. And uh, it was, and Brian, it's not about you. Um, it just, uh, never about Brian. No, never no, about Brian. No, Only nice about things Brian. about Brian. Brian Frangie's here, everyone. He's in LA. Yeah. Hello, Everybody. Trying to mix it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I never lose my voice in like like a way that like makes people feel bad. Like yeah. whenever I'm feeling sick, it's I want some sickness to like come out mm-hmm. in my voice. I mean, I was a little bit like nasally w- w- a couple weeks ago, mm. but I could still talk. I want to be taken out. Well, it was fun, right, when you had your vocal surgery because you were like, "Oh yeah, hi, duh, hi oh. guys, it's so great to see you all. Hi, yeah. how are you? Yeah. I we can still like, do it. Who is this woman? I can still talk like that. I don't no, think sometimes Noah's, it'll come out. I don't think Noah's doing this, but whenever I'm, I don't think you're doing this, Noah. Okay. But whenever someone right. loses their voice, I think they're faking it, and I go, "Just talk." <laughs> Don't you feel that Have way? Have you ever lost your voice? Yes, yes. It's like, just I, I talk, agree. talk normal. Stop doing the voice. Well, people like to pr- be sick because yes. they get attention and they're just like, I'm just like a little baby. They just kind of like, <laughs> they just like, you know, clear their nose a little bit more and go like, uh, 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 a little get like in the middle of a coughing fit. And you're like, I, ju- I don't need to even finish this sentence. But they go like, wait, wait. And you go, no, just abandon it. I can figure out where the bathroom is or whatever you were going to tell me. Um, yeah, people like to be sick. It feels good because you get attention. I don't know how I don't have hypochondria because I love attention. Clearly. Oh, yeah. I chose a field where I get attention constantly and people are constantly reaffirming we like you. We like you. Laughter, laughter. How did my psyche not go when you get sick? People really feel bad for you. But I guess I don't like feeling bad for me. I don't want attention. I know. Answer my own psych because I go analyze myself. <laughs> I don't want attention for something I didn't work hard for or that doesn't seem like I yes. did. You know, like even with the surgery, when I was getting a lot of attention, I was like, but this was elective. Like it wasn't because I was going to die if I got like I didn't want attention for it. That's why I think I can never get a facelift or anything like that, because I will not accept help from others for something that's like, I want my jawline to be more snatched. What if you like, need someone to <laughs> to tr- trade out your drains on your facelift? Because, you know, I yeah. but still they, they need to do that because I want to look hotter. That's not a good enough reason. So you'll be like, I, I got it. I'll do it myself. Well, I, I will ask for help from my boyfriend who will just stay quiet and be like, I just didn't need you to do this, really. Like, he, I know that Chris, if I got a facelift, he wouldn't stop me from it. Right. Because even this, this summer, I was like, I need a facelift before I t- tape my oh special. My I'm going to get an eye job. And he was like, well, where do you think you can fit that in? Like, he wasn't like being like, he's you're, not saying you don't need it. You're you crazy. He already believes that. I know he does. But he's just like, okay, well, wh- what month do you think you can take off work to get that done. And I'm thinking June, July, <laughs> no, September. My dates are looking Is a little Taylor like Swift. Uh, oh yeah. It might prevent me from going to see Taylor Swift. Is that what you were saying? Yes. Yes, it might. Well, I would go with drains and patches on my face. I just write 13 <laughs> on them or whatever, or like some lyrics. Reputation. Yeah, it would be my... Um, That's your costume. <laughs> Listen, she reinvents herself every album. I Is a facelift not reinventing yourself in the most, um, yeah, literal way? Um, 
Yeah, I just uh, I don't want I don't want you hate pity. Anya hates pity. Can't stand it more than anything, especially she, if it's online from a. Stranger. Can I just say, besties, don't ever go up to Anya if she's complaining about something on the show and like at the merch booth at our shows. Don't go like, hey. It's I'm really pulling for you or like, I don't think your <laughs> oh teeth God. look bad at all. Like, don't offer any kind That's... of thing that Anya, Anya may have been upset one day on the show about something. Don't follow up on it and have any kind of like sympathy or like poor Anya. That goes to any friend, stranger, family member. And I'm going to say do for everyone. We don't involved. have friends and family members listening. That's why I said besties. <laughs> not just me. Do not pick up a conversation in the middle of something apropos of nothing. Like don't, I have friends that do this where they'll be like, Oh my God, crazy about that raccoon. And, and I'm like, what? And they'll be like, Brian, had the an- what animal was possum. it? The possum. possum. Great. They'll just be like, dude, that possum, insane. And I'm I like, I don't what hate that because about? I understand that people listen to the podcast like the way I watch TV shows where they're like tracking the things that happen, and it's just it stays insular into this thing. My things they associate with us are things that they hear on this podcast, okay. whereas my life is everything outside of this podcast, so I forget some of those things. So you appreciate it. I guess possum is too specific. But if somebody's just like, they give you something and it has absolutely no track back for you to what they're talking about. And you're like, I have no clue what you're saying. I had one girl and it's, it stayed with me. So like I, this, and I've talked about this on the podcast before. You will give them something vulnerable and then they'll use it against you. Not intentionally. Like they'll try to like buddy up with like, yeah, and I could tell you were really high that one time when you like I'll be like, I told you I was high during that performance <laughs> or whatever. Like I think one time I was struggling with like weed or whatever and I revealed that one show that I did not do well at, I was really high for I smoked too much weed. And she goes, We saw that show. It was very clear you were very high. And I go, I gave you that. You would not have known. You right. just thought I sucked. You don't need to be like, you were so high or whatever. I bet John Mullaney's dealing with a lot of that now. Mm. Of like, mm. a I knew lot of you were high like, during that Seth Meyers interview. Yeah, right. Yes, yes. Where it's like, no, you didn't. You didn't. You just thought maybe something was a little off, but don't act like you are yes. Betty Ford over here. You don't know when people are <laughs> fucked up. Like, uh, I, I do the same thing. Like we're, t- we're Taylor Swift. She was broken up, and I go, I could have. I t- when I was in Arlington, I did, I knew something was off. I do the same thing, so I don't fault anyone. But really she for seems it. like she loves that. Like she would love if fans were trying to piece things together mm, about her life. I would guess she does not. I think she. I think she cares that people care. She likes that people care, but I don't think she wants people to like. She doesn't care for me going like, I need to go to her. She needs my help. I need to spend $13,000 to be eight feet from her and offer a face of like, yeah. I'm, I love you. Why is your look. face covered in patches? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get this up for Alan. Um, you're number one. No, people said that to me this weekend. They go, I had a, a oh, um, no. what was her name? Monique. Shout out to Monique who was like, and by the way, you're the best, Nikki. You're the best. Oh, and I was like, um, so oh, cute. yeah. I said that to, I screamed that at Taylor a couple times. Oh. You're the best. You're the best. Um, I didn't see Taylor this weekend. I was mm. sad that, um, I didn't because she was in Atlanta and she did three shows and I just, I want, and her secret songs choices were, I mean, if those songs, any of the songs she did for secret songs this weekend would have been the one that was eight feet from me. Listen, I'm happy I got begin again. Great song. I've learned it on the guitar since I've become obsessed with it. It's a little like I was already into it, but she did the other side of the door. And then last night she did, I bet you think about me, which are two of my favorite songs. I would have, 
You, I wouldn't be here right now. I would have died. Aww. I would have died. Literal dead. Drains in my face. Clogged. Aneurysm. Dead. Um, but Anya Marina is here in studio with us if you can't tell Yay. that she's not uh, via Zoom. Uh, Brian is in um, Los Angeles. Yeah, hello. And Brian. Hello. Um, Brian is in Los Angeles. Noah's in Arizona. Uh, Anya is here in studio. She's uh, She was with me all weekend. So we were in a- we were in Arizona actually this weekend yeah. in Tucson. Beautiful city. On Thursday night. Loved it. Something so <gasps> strange and magical about Ooh, all really? those cacti. Oh, yeah. The, the crystal swaroses? desert. Yeah. Oh. Home a lot of alien feels... uh, activity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was gorgeous. It used to be underwater and millions the, of years ago. The air is like the same <laughs> yes. temperature as your... <laughs> oh, as your body? Yeah. So you feel like you oh. don't exist. Yeah, it's really cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, you dry. did say that as we were walking into the show. There, the green room was like in a garage behind the venue. Like you had to walk through a parking lot to get to the green room. It was separated. Never had that happen before. And we walked outside to go to the show. And Anya said, I love when it's the same temperature <laughs> as your skin. And I was like... Whoa, I don't exist. Like yeah. when it is, you kind of don't, You, it's That's like a very cool. meditative state. I want to go to that place wherever it is. Is it the Salton Sea? I don't know. Where do you, or is it in Jerusalem where you, uh, you the float sea. in the, the salt, Dead Sea? The, Dead sea. sea. Uh-huh. the Salton Sea is way different. It's like poison. It's in San Diego or something. <laughs> or like on, en route to San Diego. Okay. You know, Jerusalem. Uh-huh. Uh, but where you just float because there's so much salt in the water, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like matches the same as your butt. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, but Nikki killed. We saw Noah in person. It was so cool. It was fun. So to fun. hang. Noah it came to a photo shoot I had beforehand that was oh yeah tell us what happened tell us the result of the photo shoot why were you gasping at the newspaper oh well I didn't come up with a headline yet he's gonna send me all the pictures of the gasp and then I'm gonna come up with the headline but I was thinking I wanted to have did I tell you already that what I wanted I wanted to say uh, aging female comic finds a way to get naked and not have it be about getting naked. <laughs> like aging comic finds an excuse to get naked. Like I wanted to address what's going on, which is like whenever this one's naked with something just little in front of them, it's like you just want to be naked <laughs> and you couldn't get naked. So you have to come up with a way Ex- to get naked. It could be like exhibitionist comedian or aging exhibitionist comedian finds a way to get naked. Yeah, like I just wanted to just call out exactly what I know it is and that anyone, this is my whole life is like everything that I do. I'm so like, if it's cringe, I want to call it out. And so before someone else can make fun of it, because I I know that if I saw it, I'd go like, oh, look at her. Look at that girl trying to be hot Mm -hmm. and using this as like a way to be hot. I don't think that a lot of people want to be nude. I wouldn't think that. If I saw a picture of someone nude, I wouldn't be like, ugh, this girl's dying to get naked. Yes, you would. Really? What? Why else would she do it? I don't know. Because a guy pressured her into it? <laughs> like, that That doesn't, I mean, that does happen. But, like, that happens with young girls who are hot and everyone wants to see their bodies. With, with women that are, like, pushing 40, we need an excuse to get hot. We need- but I think it's cool. I don't think there's anything wrong about it. Is I'm it not to be celebrated? Do you think you're going to get celebrated for it? No, you just want to, you're grasping onto this thing that's flying away from you every day and <laughs> falling off your body every day. You're grasping on like, this might be the last day I'm hot or the last day I'm fuckable. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, no, please I think world, you should- look at me like this because I, my whole life, uh, since I was, 
you know, 20, I've been looked at like this and now I'm losing it 20 years later. It's freaking me out. Please see me as this. Don't forget me as this. When, when the photographer, when he was taking your photos and you had all these outfit changes and you looked stunning. You, you, you just know how to work the camera. I want to say, well, I've gained 15 pounds. So it was a rough day, but yes, I felt the same way. I was like, wow, I wish I took like more photos, maybe even like professionally done photos when I was younger, because yeah. like now there's a lot of like creases and mm. Avi took this photo of me with your mom's friend, Kathy, under like the worst stage oh, light ever. God. And I like almost wanted to chop my head off. <laughs> I know, dude. <laughs> Some of that stage lighting can be brutal. It's, it's all about lighting. I mean, if you've seen any of the Instagrams yeah. where girls go... I love the girls that show this is me two seconds before and now this is me relaxed body with different lighting, different mm-hmm. angle of the camera and their butt looks so big. They're, t- they're tiny little waist and then the camera angle changes, lighting changes and they're a normal unlovable. Just kidding. But am I? I mean, uh, or like you, uh, to me, I would feel, I feel unlovable when I look disgusting. I mean, that's, that's the thing. It's like, you don't, your body doesn't work any less better when you look not hot. Like you're still functioning human. The reason we want to stay hot is because we want love from others. And that's, and people go, that's so sad. It's like, why is that sad? It's true. Hot true. people get more attention. They get more protection. People care about them more. And thus you will be rescued. And like, if there's, people will care about you more. I just, there's nothing wrong with wanting to stay hot. You just want people to love you. It helps your career it, too. Yeah, which which helps me get money, which helps me take care of the people I love. It all comes down to like, I want to be loved or me having a lot of money makes more people depend on me equals they're still, they'll stay around me and like me more and I won't be alone. Everything that I do to look hot, the pursuit of hotness is not because I want dicks inside me penetrating my body. I want so much cum in me. It's like, <laughs> I, I want people to like me. And is that such a crime? Like, I got really upset about it this weekend because I did a documentary about Joan Rivers where I was, like, offering my commentary about her, like, just, like, it was, it was a series called The Dark Side of Comedy. So it's talking about, like, all of, I don't know. I watched her documentary the night before I shot it, and it's so good. It's for free on YouTube. It's called A Piece of Work. It is so good. I saw it 12 years ago, but it's so much more resonant now with me. But she was the first person to be open about her plastic surgery. I don't want to say the first person, but like one of the first celebrities to be very open about having facelifts right. and everything. Whereas they, all, everyone else lies. And so she got the brunt of all the jokes. Yeah. Of like, because and she fucked up her face. It's like all she wanted was to be pretty and to have people think she's pretty. Not because she wanted to be pretty. It's just, it equals love. And that, why is that so sad? Why is that so embarrassing? Why, like, if you really get to the root of it, the Kardashians just want to be loved. They don't. Yeah, Brian. They it's, and they also want to <laughs> alienate everyone else, so like you can't ever look as good as me. You well, want to be on the top so that you get into the lifeboats before everyone else. World, women and children first, because we want to fuck filled, women and children. <laughs> <laughs> the, I'm serious. The world is filled with trolls, and when and you, pedophiles and yeah. and pedophiles, and when you uh, <laughs> when you do something like that to yourself, it is vulnerability. And the trolls latch onto that. It's just an opportunity for them to attack you when they wanted to attack you no matter what you did. Yes. But now that you've given them an opening. If she didn't have it done, this is is what happens with plastic surgery. If you don't have it done, you look old and you kind of get less attention and less work, right? If you do have it done, you also get less work because you look freakish and no one wants to put that in a movie. Um, 
Oh, and you get judged for being so desperate. It's so it's a pick me kind of thing. Like you're mm-hmm. needy. So you can't really win either way. And people, I just am so tired of this. What did she do to her face? She ruined her face. And I've said this before. She didn't want to ruin her face. It was like, that wasn't her goal. She, she wasn't was like trying to Marilyn outcome. Manson and like make you hate the way she looks and like right. challenge the way, you know, like some people do try to do body modification to like alienate themselves, but it also is a cry for help and love and attention. If someone like gets a lizard horn put on the middle of their head, <laughs> they're tr- or, you know, face tattoos like up the wazoo. It's like a cry for help. Uh, yeah. They're like, should be nicer to mental these people. Health. <laughs> yes. I have a okay, surefire way to make you uh, look more attractive that you can do at home for free. Okay. Okay. Oh, what is this? No, I have it. No, it's not a joke. I have a, I have okay. a new thing. Okay. What is it? We'll find out right after the break. After this. I can't wait to find out. I think you're trolling us. <laughs> we'll find out. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. All right, we're back. Brian Frangi has a surefire thing you can do at home for free, did you say? It's absolutely free, and you can do it to at home. To make yourself more attractive. Does it's, it involve pancakes? <laughs> Does it involve <laughs> no. a, like a chair sit-up or something? Like a chair push-up? No, or no. Oh, I know. It's hanging upside down. It's- hanging yourself. <laughs> Your your poop will drain from your body and you will be svelte. You'll be five pounds lighter. 
Um, uh-huh. It involves your tongue. Uh, is this mewing? <laughs> I've even been talking to my Yeah, mom. yeah, it is. <laughs> it's mewing. Yeah, what, what, you already know Kirsten about mewing? shared it on the girls' chat once where you go like, meow. No, no, no. Yeah. You don't know. Like, That's not what it is. <laughs> You like your chin comes what? out more, and then you like yeah, cut down. You don't on, make like, that, that noise. What are you talking yeah. about? She, well, that's why I told Mewing you she's to go misinformed. No, you Erape. don't. Erape. I know. Mewing makes you. me sick. If you look at a diagram of someone mewing, it's one of the grossest things what? you've ever seen in your life. If that's I hear this word one is. more time, I'm gonna poop. Wait, will in you? This sh- okay, I would prefer that than continuing this mewing conversation. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what is it, Brian? Will you demonstrate? Mewing is all about your tongue position. Here's my here's mm. a question for you. Where yeah. normally where is your tongue and your mouth? Up Nikki's ass. Yeah. <laughs> is it up your own ass? Doing it right. So on yeah. your tongue, where in your mouth is your tongue? Well, this is interesting because I take voice lessons and the tongue is the very most important thing um in your voice control and your vo- your tongue is supposed to be relaxed and just tucked into bed just like in your mouth just like not really moving and like just relaxed where all the in time. your mouth on the bottom of your mouth on the, the top bottom, of your- just like nestled in its bed in like in like in your teeth <laughs> like you know like like the teeth is like a bed and your tongue is like in that bed that you is know, like the teeth is like the bed frame that is the wrong place for your tongue <gasps> to be hot okay where should it be if you want to be hot your tongue. Oh, I know. If you want to be hot and you don't want to clench at night and you don't want to grind at night, your tongue needs to be I'm on the roof of night. your mouth. Yep. I just felt my whole neck go up. I felt it go down. Look. No, wait. Hold on. Look. Relax. And yeah. Okay. Now I can see your profile. Rest in the bed. Put your tongue in the bed. Okay. Now put the tongue on the soft palate on the top of your mouth or whatever the fuck. <gasps> you just got a mini face. Oh my face God. Lift. Really? Yeah. No, it's science. It's not even just instantaneous. There's science. Okay. Um, put it on the bed. Put it into bed. Okay. Now put it on the top. Whoa. Why did that do that? Oh my God. Is <laughs> Look, it amazing? You Wait. So you should always do that in photo shoots. The proper, the proper tongue position is you make a, a, it's almost like suction to the roof of your mouth and you cluck like a chicken, like. Like that, like that clacking noise. If you you want your okay. tongue to be flat against the roof of your mouth, uh, up your tongue should not be touching your teeth. It should be before your teeth, all the way flat. Even the back this is the of your worst tongue. thing for singing ever. Yeah. Okay. And that's where it should right. be twenty four seven. And if you do that's it, hard to do. How are you supposed to breathe? If you you breathe through your nose, if you breathe through your mouth, your chin will sag. And yeah, breathing. Okay. That's why you're supposed to tape your mouth at night. Yes. So you breathe through okay. your nose. You keep your tongue up high, and they've scientifically proven that over mm-hmm. the course of time, especially if you're especially if you're a teenager. Your your face structure, your chin will be more defined and your face will get pushed out and you will be 100% more attractive and it's completely free. And if you just pay $14.99 a month for my system, I can teach it to you at home. <laughs> okay, okay, this is blowing my so, mind, but I just know I'm never going to do this. This is almost like posture, you know, like I, was just oh, thinking, yeah. I can't exactly keep it in like check. That. And there's all these like things you can buy where you have a little sensor on the back of your and it beeps if you need to sit up more straight. But um, I yeah, remember I, when Nikki had done Dancing with the Stars, had just finished it or maybe it was. In no, the I was doing the Alexander Technique. That was not Dancing with the Stars related. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Alexander Technique was when I was sitting straight up. No, no, no. You don't even know what I'm going to say yet. I kind of do. Okay. No, you don't. Right. We're walking down the street in New York City, and she was like, Gleb taught me how to walk. Like, Oh, yeah. I know how to do that. Put your feet first. Point your, your toes. toes first. So she was walking down the street, and I was like, this is hard. I tried to do it for 10 it's steps. It's impossible. Sometimes I, re- yeah, I remember. Well, Alexander Technique is the same toes? way. 
I, I can show you if you want. Or yeah. Do you want? Okay, Give a here's demo. what Nikki was doing. So just illustrate. Yeah, he got so mad at me. It's, uh... Well, that oh. looks stupid. You looks like you're on a tight walk. You look like a Nazi. That's like a Nazi. Yeah, you do. You look like you're goose stepping. <laughs> Instead of being yeah. first, you go like this. You go. Well, you don't have to point it so, but yeah, if you just glide and you mm. land with your the ball of your foot first, it looks oh, way sexier. Also, the number one thing is to, I my hips are always like out, like forward. Well, they don't I rest lie, my that's hips. for sure. Oh, they're fucking fibbing all day. <laughs> um, mine go out and I kind of like bend like a banana, like a forward oh. banana when ah. I stand. I'm always like this. Oh, same. That's like, like the arched back mind, thing. Like, but if you go, if you stand like this, right? If you, you like, stick your, your buns out, go back like this, and you are like a centaur. You look so hot. There's, there's all these tricks. There's a lot, and then but, you go do that um, thing where you're thinking, like that girl from The Bachelorette or The Bachelor that you. <laughs> what do you mean? That thing where you just keep turning Claire? your head. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You tilt your head. Can you imagine a girl you? who would tilt I'm her confused. head, stand, walk on the heels of her feet? Or the end oh, and I do the tongue the thing at the same time. So she's mewing. Oh, clucking. my new thing is like girls in bikinis on Instagram always have to like fuck with the straps. Mm -hmm. And they always have to yeah. like whenever they're doing anything, they always have to like adjust. It's like put the bikini on and just wear it. We always have to see them go like this with the straps. They have to go like like this on the bottom and they're like kind of readjusting. It's like well, you know how have you been is. wearing this all day? What it's do you mean? It's the same as what you talk about with like the little thing on the lip. Yes, where their lip just moves. It's like um, they're boomerangs, you know, like it will repeat over and over and mm. it's just them like kind of taking it off and it's like, it's I mimicking know a sexual thing. It's like the thing on the Again, lip Again, is... they just want people to love them. And this just works <laughs> yeah. better than just standing still and not adjusting your swimsuit. Because I guess the adjusting makes you feel like they're taking it yes. off in some way. And also it's movement. It tracks the eye. You know, you got to yeah. keep everything moving. Well, well Brian, um, I just want to say you this weekend went, uh, you hung, you were with, you seen my boyfriend more than I have this weekend. That's right. <laughs> he was in LA. I forgot that he even went there. All of a sudden he's in LA and I'm like, oh, hi. Oh, I didn't, cool. We're close by kind of because I was in Nevada. Um, but you went to um, a Laker game with him? No, no, no. Dodger oh, game last night. Yeah, Dodgers, Cardinals. The Dodgers versus right. the St. Louis Cardinals. They happened to How be in town. How tired was my boyfriend? Um, he didn't seem very tired. Did he say he oh, was good. tired? Yeah. Well, I just, I, just I don't want to, I don't want to blow up his spot. The, if he was oh, good, I'm glad he wasn't tired. If he told you, he I was think he tired. said my, your boy is tired. Oh yeah. With a lot of R's. Well, you know, but he, I think he was just, you know, he's able to, to ratchet it, it up. I think at any time in the, if the, if the circumstance is right. Yeah. Did you have fun? What'd you guys do? Tell so, me all the scoop. Did you talk about me? What happened? Talked, what did he say? Oh we pretty much talked about you exclusively. He did say that you talked about me with um, his friend Nick too. Oh. At the end of the night. He was like, they love my girl. And it <laughs> makes me, they, they really, like he loves when people approve of me to him, which I don't hate either. Yeah. But I, apparently I got some approval. Yeah, you were. He asked for your ha my my hand in marriage <laughs> from you guys or something. Brian has to give the green light. He asked. He asked like, "What's the best way to propose to someone that you are oh in my love God. with?" And I and said, Brian's like, "Put your tongue on the roof of your mouth. <laughs> Wait two more years until she feels ready." Yeah. 
Um, it's like everyone always thinks I'm just waiting around and like, why hasn't he proposed yet? In it's me. Hi, <laughs> I'm not ready. It's She's me. She's not ready. It's her. <laughs> well, you know how in baseball they changed the rules this year where you're only allowed to have 20 seconds or 15 seconds in between each pitch. So the pitch happens mm-hmm. quicker. I suggest, so the games are not so, so the games aren't long. so long. I yeah. suggested that for the proposal. I said maybe you should put a timer. <laughs> ah. like oh, the- that would be great. I don't want him to do it at a a big thing. I don't want it to be a big spectacle. I just and he better tell me beforehand. I think most people when they get married, they have a talk like you'll say yes, right? Like we're already living together. This is like we've talked about <laughs> oh, getting married. We like know it's in the air. Right. No one just like springs it on people. <laughs> yeah. He and he would not do that. And by the way, he's not. He, it's not like I'm the one that's like I don't want to get married yet. He I don't think wants to either. But we both talk about it. Like it's in it's in the air. But if he were to propose, I would go. What are you? Like, I would be mad because I didn't have any heads up. You know what I mean? Mm. I didn't have a heads up, but I guess... You knew. You were living together for years at that point. That wasn't... Matt knew, like, from day one that that's what I wanted. What? Matt knew from day one that that's what That's what you wanted to marry him. Even before you guys were together, (laughs) you would have married him. So, yeah. (laughs) Send him an email. (laughs) Yeah. It's, um... You don't want to be surprised? You wouldn't want to be surprised? No, I wanted to be... I, I would like it to happen, um... When I, I don't see it coming, but I don't want it to happen where it's like we haven't talked about like I don't want a, a glimmer of a thing of like, babe, I don't think I'm ready yet. Like if he did it today, I'd go, I'd say yes for the people watching <laughs> because I didn't wouldn't want to embarrass him. Yeah, but I'd go, babe, this is going to be a long engagement. Like right. we got to We got to pass through some hoops before. I mean, he would never do it right now. He's not an idiot. Like we're both not, we haven't, we, I just would want to both be on the same page of like, yes, let's get married. I'm ready to be engaged. And then you can take the year to decide when to do it. I'm not going to be like waiting around, but yeah, I want it to be special. He'll do something but very special. But you don't special. want something in public. Like, no, at that point I wouldn't mind something in public. Because but you we want bo- the jumbotron. I wouldn't mind that if okay. he knows that I'm game. Got you know, it. and right. but Thought if he didn't say gay, if he knows I'm gay, then lock it down because <laughs> it'll be harder for me to ever pursue those interests if I have a ring on my finger. Um, yeah. Uh, so you had a good time. There was a will you marry me on the jumbotron at the Dodgers game, but it was really? so fast. There was no. I, I I got to assume it was a joke. Like someone said, "Oh, I'll do it as a joke." So my friend says, "Will you marry me?" And then like, "Ha ha!" But then, is it really a joke? Are you trying to right? But it went up so fast. There was no reaction to it. I can't imagine the person even saw it. Can you imagine you set you you set up a will you marry me on the jumbotron and then the person doesn't see it like they go to the bathroom and then it's up there? I think that's a great story. I would rather that than have it all go right. I always want to get on the kiss cam. Oh, I'm dying. I always kind of casually when I'm at games, like the kiss cam's up and I'm kind of just like trying to like I Chris is sometimes like maybe talking to me or someone next to me is talking to me, but I'm like dead focus like I'm ready for the kiss cam in the case <laughs> yeah. it happens like I would you're love- applying lip gloss <laughs> yeah like or if there's like a, a cam where it's like dancing where you're like doing the twist I'm like doing the twist like kind of like a little bit just to sh- let the camera op know like hey that girl would be game if we put it on her yeah like I'm always looking to get on uh, to perform in some way but- are you incognito at those events or are you like I'm no. out. I'm no, I'm out. I yeah. like to be. I like. I, I like getting recognized. We had a. It happened once at Taylor Swift. Both concerts. I only got recognized once at each time, which is perfectly fine. That's wild to me because you're so recognizable and tall too. And 
Well, like I saw Nikki get wrecked. We were walking through a restaurant and we went to dinner with David Spade in Vegas, and I saw at least one family completely at lose least their one. Sh- like, but I think there were more <laughs> Usually people. Usually, you say at least two, but you go at least one. We're there walking wasn't through less a restaurant. <laughs> we're walking through a restaurant. We see a cute blonde girl who's probably, I would say, like twenty nine, thirty, right there, and you just see her eyes bug out and then she looks at her whole family and I see it in slow motion she goes that's Nikki Glaser and they just all turned around it was so cute she was just completely freaked out and so starstruck it was cute oh that's nice um yeah it happened like I feel it happens sometimes but I just don't I don't I don't want to ruin it for them by seeing them so I try to like not but you're not like a sunglasses hat type of girl at those events no, sometimes, I'm, well, walking around the casino this weekend, I was in Vegas with Spade at the Venetian. Thank you to all the besties who came out and also to all the besties that came out to the Tucson shows. Um, I don't want to be, my my poster is everywhere. I don't want to be recognized in that circumstance because I look so shitty. And I don't want them to say something mean about the show they saw maybe last night. I'm just avoiding, if at a meet and greet, people never say anything mean. But like, if you just run into people that were like in the elevator, like, yeah, we got tickets oh, to your yeah. show. <laughs> pretty good like they could say something I don't want I'm just trying not to get insulted glad I didn't bring the kids so that's when I'll wear a baseball cap with the sunglasses is to just not deal with that or I I wear baseball cap sunglasses to not talk to anyone not because I'm Nikki Glaser comedian but like I don't want anyone talking to me right and it really shuts you off to the world and it, it's yeah it's just but if you're out like at a Lakers game or something no like, I would never I would want to be recognized there yeah. because it's never going to be overwhelming for me I'm not that famous it's always going to be a treat but I don't want to be recognized if you've seen my show that night before yeah, and you're a, a person in a bikini have you guys ever heard someone talking about your show right after you yes. play like in a bathroom or something yes and I told the girl, I go, stop talking, stop talking. Oh, oh, yeah, we we walk among stall. you. <laughs> yeah, I was in the stall next to her. And I just go, and she was horrified as I oh. would be too. Um, but she felt really bad. And it's okay. Like, I can suck sometimes. And her name was Grace. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? The- oh, yeah, the, the headphones. No, it's, um, yeah, that, that's devastating. I, I literally, when I walk out of, sh- when I used to do clubs and you would have to go to the bathroom, and the crowd would be in there. I'd go in the bathroom. I'd plug my ears and I'd go. Yeah, same. Like I can't even hear you. They I'd, always would be talking about the opening act, and I'd be like, "Please don't." Oh. Da, 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 I just don't want to hear. I just close your ears and go. Because they'll do it. They will. And if you're walking on somewhere, they'll rank. If you're ever on a show with a bunch of people and you're all like the same level of fame, they'll have to say who they liked better, and then you get all that information. But being the opener, you can go into the bathroom and do like recon because then you hear. I hear people talk about like the headliner. And then I get I I know what the what the feel of the crap what the pulse is. Oh, oh, pre-show. God, anytime. Well, you know, anytime. I never want you opening for me. I don't want you getting that recon. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Brian! You don't tell me anything that you hear. Yeah, the amount of times that you hear as an opener, you were better than the headliner oh. is. In if you're a listener and you ever think the opener is better than the headliner, sometimes they are. But it's because you saw way there was no bar for the there was no bar. At all. You have no expectations for the opener. So they can only exceed your expectations. If anything, you think they're going to suck. Yes. Openers. Yeah. So th- they're go- you're, of course they're going to be more funny than you think they are. And secondly, they did less time. 20 minutes? So they can, 
They can choose all their greatest hits. You've never seen them before, so they can do all their old material. There's a lot of things conspiring against you as a headliner to make the opener much better than you. And so I was knowing that I'm never hurt, but I am hurt a little bit that they walk away and then they tell everyone the opener was better than her, yeah. not mm-hmm. knowing all of the things. It's weird, like at the cellar where there's a lineup of six or seven people. That's when you can pit us against each other. Oh, yeah. You, you can because we're like each doing 15 minutes unless someone is like working on a Fallon set or something or like looking at their notes. And that's just a cop out. If a comedian ever says oh, I'm doing new stuff or looks at their notes, they're trying to mitigate against you thinking they suck. And so now they have an excuse for why they suck. Anytime a joke doesn't go yeah. well for me and it's a new joke, I always go, that's a new joke. And then it buys me something that everyone forgives me for it. Yeah. As opposed to just sticking it and being like, well, that sucked. Yeah. You can do that with music too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One. I that's still don't have song. the chorus. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but at the cellar, you always are going to get ranked. And that's another place I go. The nah, 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 nah. Yeah, they like to do it sometimes in front of other people. Like, you are the best of all of you guys. <laughs> it's like, don't say it in front of the other comics. Well, people just start. I guess people don't. Um, maybe uh, they wouldn't care themselves if that happened to them. Like, do people not get insecure and want to be the best? All the time, or is that just a oh, thing? Oh, I think we they have? care. I think they they would care. I think they're just excited. They're excited to say I, you were awesome. It's the same thing when you, the thing you hate, where people tell you when someone said something negative to be to like ingratiate themselves with you. I feel like yes. them saying like you were the best one. By the way, you know they're like almost whispering I've it that. loudly. I said it to Chris Rock once. You were the best, but I yeah. I said it when I knew no one right. else could hear, and I knew and. By the way, if I'm the best, fucking tell me I'm the best. Yeah. I want to hear it so much. But don't say that you're the best to someone who's next to me and I can hear it. And I don't even want you to like whisper something to them because I know what you're whispering to them. Yeah. In my, you could be whispering, hey, your shoe's untied. But I will think you're saying you were the best. The, she sucked. Hmm. Um, it's just like Same incredible insecurity. Don't don't compliment someone I'm with and be like, oh, when I saw you, I was like, you looked incredible. I'm like, I'm right here. Throw Devastating. Me a bone. <laughs> Devastating. My whole life is just don't. I mean, it happens to me all the time where people get complimented for being hot around me. And oh, yeah. it's just, and that's why I dress like shit, I think. I'm not even joking you. I just uncover this i don't like trying during the day to look cute i either try a hundred percent to look cute mm-hmm. or zero percent because i want to mitigate again using that word against people not thinking i'm hot because then i chose it it's a new song i'm mm. working on it's a, this is a new joke i'm not trying right now like yes. this is an old scrappy piece of paper with some notes written on it this outfit is not i'm not trying so that's why i'm not hot because if i tried i would be hotter than my friend who you keep saying is so hot also, it we're living in a me. time where everyone's allowed to, well, g- women especially, are allowed to dress ugly. It's kind of encouraged. Like ugly jeans, ugly big fat double X. I've never sold so many double XL shirts in the merch booth as Yeah, because they're like time. dresses. Yeah. yeah everybody's just yeah. buying. All girls kind of in LA walk clothing. around like they're at a sleepover party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, it's really. I mean, I was watching like clips of Esther recently. I'm like, she is so fucking cute, and she's just wearing like big t-shirts and big jeans. Yeah, and she, she looks seven years old, and I'm like, that's hot. 
No, she's so because it's sty- that's what style is. Yeah, now. That's, it's stylish. Mm-hmm. It, it's not. It's Billie Eilish stylish. <laughs> Can I say the first time that what? I ever did a, a stand up at a club, people were so upset that they wrote letters. No way. Yeah, I, I, I posted like, at the dearest Jared. They wrote letters. <laughs> Your club saying how. Wait, to, to the comedy attic? Yes, Is that where you I did? was hosting my first ever hosting at the comedy attic. It was for Michael mm-hmm. Winslow from uh, Police Academy movies. Does the sound effects? He was the first weekend there, right? First weekend ever. I was the first comic to ever step on that stage. That stage. Yeah. Oh my god! And I hosted it, last. and I was <laughs> I was so bad that people people in the audience wrote letters saying how upset they were and how they should that I should never. Do you remember any of the jokes that like? Caused this? Why yes. were you so bad? I was also wearing a one? suit. You were wearing a suit? <laughs> I was wearing a suit and I went by Brian M. Frangie because I thought the middle what? initial. <laughs> I thought, I thought, you know what? People might not remember my name, but they'll remember that I had a middle initial. Oh, that's so cute and stupid. Yeah. I like that. And I had yeah. my suit and I was, and I would talk like this. And your this. suit, like, cause you think like you gotta have a thing, you know, like hey. you don't know who you are when you first start comedy. You're grasping at any kind of sort of identity no. and thing that will d- direct you in some way yeah. of what you, cause you could talk, when you can talk about anything and you don't even know who you, you're like, you're so young. You were what, 19? Yeah, I I don't know. Nineteen probably. Yeah. Nineteen yeah. or twenty. I, I nailed it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're wearing a suit. Like it's just it, and what what were your jokes? Do you have you had I'm okay. sure there was one or two that were okay. I'm ashamed. I'm very ashamed. I mean, you gotta keep in mind this was like what year was this? You know, this was a different time in comedy. But mm-hmm. I did some jokes that I would I would be very ashamed to repeat now. One of them Oh, for sure. One of them was uh, probably anti-fat people. Uh, yes. And I think that was one of the letters I got was there was an obese person in the audience who said that oh. I offended them. Okay. Um, and then, you know, I had this joke. This is so It must be tough going to a, to a club as an obese person. Yeah. You know there's going to be fat jokes in a night of comedy. Especially in the early aughts. Yes. Yes. Now I think we're a little bit more sensitive to that. But even now, they still happen. It's just got to be real. Like, they're on TV constantly. Same with Asian men with small penis, like, small penis jokes. Like, I would never go to a club, a comedy club, if I was an Asian man, because I, if I'm on a date, because I know someone's going to make a small penis Asian well, joke. Well, you just sit in the back, though. No, because you're with a, a date and she's hearing that. And not that oh. there's anything wrong with having a small penis. I don't think there is. But it's just like, it's so hack and you just know you're going to hear it. The way that I didn't want to watch SNL as a kid because I knew that they might make a joke about Santa not being real and I didn't want my sister to find out. Oh, I would never so watch SNL because I knew what you're going to get into. Oh my like, God. Uh, okay, go on, Brian. So you had a fat joke. You had a... I had a joke probably, about how... Um, you could get canceled now. The whole for thing. I would be canceled. Every single joke would I be canceled. Me too. Me I, my my jokes used to be littered with things that you, profane speech that you cannot use now. Yes. That we could say back then. That's the thing, like, cancel culture, I wouldn't have said it if it meant what it means now. I didn't know. So ease up. It was up. pervasive in the culture. I wasn't someone who was trying to, like, make people to, like, I wasn't doing hate speech. That wasn't, like, my what I was trying to do, but looking at it now, it looks like it would have been because I used some words that you just cannot use now. No. Oh, I had a song that I'm, I had songs. I'm so Taylor Swift about. has a song about getting revenge on a guy by telling all his friends, 
telling all my friends you're gay. It's a lyric. <laughs> yeah. And then she slut shames a girl in another song, and like, there's that was a different. It was a different I'm time, and I know that's like two a very, songs that you know that she's only she only made two missteps out of like uh, her four hundred songs. Yeah. yeah. Up until well, like, like I would say as late as 2015, rape mm-hmm. was a punchline. Like there's like a college humor video from like 2015 where the I last I literally closed with the word rape the other night. <laughs> Not close. It was in the la- it was the final sentence yeah. I said. I forgot what what it was. Maybe it's coming back. Um, I said blank raped me. Why well, can't I thank you. This? Good night. It's me. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's actually not in the same spirit as what it used to be. In 2015, like there's, I I remember watching this college humor video uh, in 2020 or something that was from 2015. And the last line in the video was like, let's go rape that person. And that was like a (gasps) 5 million view video. No one scoffed at it at the time. But back then, that was like a legitimate punchline. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, there I've got some like old footage of myself, and I just sent it to because they wanted to sprinkle old footage of me throughout, um, or just in one part of Welcome Home, Nikki Glazer, my reality show that aired one season last year. Um, they wanted, and so I and I didn't want to watch it. It was from two thousand four, right? Five. Oh, these open mics, and so I just sent like hours of material that this one guy found because he used to tape every open mic at the Stanford and Sons Comedy Club. And they, the next day, were like, <laughs> Do, you, you don't want that to get out. Like, you should not be sending that willy-nilly. And I was like, what? And they were like, there was some, like, they told me some of the words I used. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like, so embarrassed. I would never have sent that to them thinking that I would ever have a joke with that word in it. And then they told me the joke. And I was like, oh, yeah, I definitely use that word. Because, First of all, I was using the word because it's an insane word to use. The R word? No, I'm using that now. (laughs) That's back in my act. I have, I'm gonna get, I'm, I'm begging to be canceled, but I also like can stand by any, now I'm so aware of it. Right. If I choose to use the R word, it's about the R word. I'm not talking about that. I'm not making fun of what we used to refer to people as that word. I'm talking about why the word itself, but the word I used was, um, a slur. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's not a nice one. And it's in, but it was, I was using it because it was so absurd to call someone that. And, and, but so you're being ironic. I was being slightly ironic, but I also would never use that word now in a million. You couldn't right now even thinking it in my head. It's not the N word. Please don't think it's the N word. I I was never that stupid. Thank God. But that was a word that white comics were dropping to be edgy. Right. And not to offend or like because they and it's like, how could you not know that would offend people? Because everyone around it's just like it was I don't I'm not making excuses. I mean, I am making excuses. I, I can, but here's the difference between me and most of woke America. And I hate using that word because I do think being woke is good. Like you're waking up to like sensitivities of people. It's not the worst thing, but it's like, accept an apology. Everyone, if someone can look back at something they did and be horrified, that's enough for me. Right. I've always said if Trump one day wakes up and goes, oh, oh my God, I'm so fucking embarrassed. What did I do? I inspired that insurrection. I had so many words of hate that uh, like divided this. If he was just all of a sudden had an awakening, I would forgive 
everything. And I am not joking. I everything because we're allowed to his brain is fucked up in a way that mine is not like if he suddenly hits his head and realizes like, what There's the fuck no was I doing? <laughs> but I'm see, but but there is a way so impossible. He, he would, literally could get a concussion or some kind of brain thing because whatever he falls, I disagree with. Anyone who has that kind of like, you know, that kind of mentality to me has something wrong with their brain. Yeah. And I have empathy for that of like, if I was born with that brain, with those parents in that town and went to school at the same places, I would be just as racist as them. So they can't really help it. This is all my thing of no free will, but I just would forgive anyone that is sorry. But then, and I've said this before, so I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but when someone apologizes and says, I can't believe I did a joke with that word in it. I am horrified. I apologize to anyone who was offended. I am so, so sorry. People go, she just wants her show back. She just wants, she just wants to be famous again. She wants everyone to like her again. That's the only reason she's saying that. It's like, can it be both? Can't I want my career back that was taken from me for this use, word I used 20 years ago? And it, can I also be sorry? Why can't it be both? Why is it so bad to want things back that you lost? Why is it? Why is that so bad to want your career back? But we all go, she's just apologizing because they want it back. It's like, why can't it be both? Can't, oh, if you cheat on your girlfriend or boyfriend and you realize how bad it was what you did, can't you be sorry for it and also want your girlfriend back and not just be saying sorry to get that back? Of Do you course. see the difference? Yeah, it's but true I think remorse. now no one no one believes any apology because everyone thinks they're trying to get something back. It's like, of course they are. Why are we this way? Because we're supposed to be so um, not Christian, but we're supposed to be forgiving. forgiving. And we're not because we we're love cynical. seeing people get canceled. I love it. I <laughs> love it. As someone who doesn't like when people are too famous and too popular, because I want to be popular, a deep part of me loves you when feel people like that it's are like beloved a, get canceled. It's an open slot now that you can take their that, spot. That's probably it. You know, if we like picked it apart one enough, less. it's probably yeah. There's one less person that's getting attention, so it's it like makes room for me. And now joke. You, yes, it's like the Jean Benet <laughs> joke. Come see me live. Um, it's and now you can start a cult with a bunch of women living in a house that have a tattoo of your name. Yeah, like Crystalia <laughs> getting canceled is not like me being like, oh, I'm so like he's gonna free up more space for me to have what he have has. It's just like. Yeah, there's no there's no question that people like to see people get canceled, and it's a sick part of our own egos. Show that is Freud. We like, yeah, yeah, but we like retribution. We do like someone who's been doing something truly egregious to be punished. Yeah, but but if that, that person shouldn't. says we shouldn't. I apologize. I've gone to therapy. I'm in help. I'm in treatment. I have made. I have righted wrongs. Do you accept that? Yeah, I accepted when Crystalia came out with his apology. So did I. I thought it was sincere. So did I. And I still to this day think it was sincere. Like, I think he was probably go has a sex addiction, was going to talk to someone about it, was trying to stay on the course. But then I need to hear you. Now we've got some updated information yeah. that you tried to get girls to tattoo themselves and all live into a, a house where they would fuck you and feed you at the same time. Yeah, I don't I know about this. I need you to talk about that. <laughs> I don't know about the timeline, though. I think, like, during the recording of that apology. I know, but I was, believe the apology, and it was, was enough for me because it was... Recording. He's like, one second. He, um, was, he, take a he break. was showing an... Ex he was. That's what it comes out. Like, during that apology, he was still fooling around. I get when you He's like, get okay, you can, you can go to Whole Foods now. Go. Yeah. <laughs> 
You're allowed to leave. You can get off your knees and stop filleting the air <laughs> thinking that it's me because I've wanted you to always be pleasing me even when I'm not there. Um, no, I I can I I would accept. I don't need I know first of all, well he doesn't need to apologize to me. I'm not offended. Nothing about I'm not like I can't enjoy his comedy anymore. I never was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually what I did. I I I do. I still do. His M&M stuff and he is funny. There's no question about it and I can still there's I you know why I can still enjoy Crystalia because no part of his act said to me he was a good person. Mm. I never needed to believe he was an honest telling me the truth person. His comedy isn't about honesty and like he's not telling me who he is. Yes. <laughs> Bill Cosby, Louis CK. Right. I go to you for honesty. So when I find out you're not being honest and you're having this, sh these shady things, I, it's my choice to not really want to hear you anymore. It's not to punish you and to be like, you don't deserve my view. It's like, I don't really care what you have to say anymore because I liked when I thought you were saying everything that was really going on. You were a truth teller. Not that, I, not that I'm entitled to that, but you you tended to share, overshare all of these things. I thought you, you know, jerking off in your child's room or whatever you shared was like the depths of what you mm. do. That's weird. Which I should have assumed, though, there's more below that. Well, Cosby was like I'm, the opposite. Cosby was like also a wholesome family man. Yeah. That's like when well, a priest Cosby does wasn't it. honest. There was no honesty no. from him. You could see no, that I, he was hiding stuff, but it's just the comics that I enjoy. I can still enjoy Michael Jackson's music because for me to bop along to Thriller does not need. I never in Thriller was like, I need to believe he's not licking little boy's asshole. <laughs> enjoy this. It is not a part of it for me. However, to enjoy Louis C.K., I do need to believe he's telling me the whole truth. Yeah. So right. it's part of it. And that's just Chris Brown. I can't enjoy it because he's singing about love. And he also did these horrible things. It's not to say that I couldn't enjoy Chris Brown's paintings because that for me doesn't need, <laughs> I don't need to believe he doesn't beat women to enjoy his paintings, but for his love songs, I do need to. It's, so it's just each person needs to, <laughs> I don't mind if you enjoy Chris Brown's music for you. It doesn't matter that he beat someone. It's, it's fine. You can still enjoy it. You can't help what you can still enjoy or still not enjoy. It's the exact right? opposite for me. When I used to listen to Michael Jackson's music, my first thought was I just, just as long as he's not licking little boys assholes, I can like this. <laughs> Does that make sense? sense though that like it, th Michael Jackson's music for me was never wrapped up in him not molesting children not that yes. I was like you know this you, would be fine if each he of was. these people has created a brand and an image that you signed up for and then there is a cognitive dissonance between that and this new truth that's revealed yes I wouldn't mind if someone found out something about me and they couldn't listen to me anymore if it was if they found out something about me that was so antithetical to what they enjoyed about me in the first place, it makes sense that they wouldn't listen to me. But if you found out that I, I don't know, like something that fits with, I don't know what I could get. You like, killed a like guy the with thing your I'm car. Talking about, if I got, if I got canceled, mm -hmm. if you couldn't listen to me anymore because I did a joke that disparaged fat people in 2007, you don't know who I am and you don't understand that like I would never do that now and that I am a flawed, like that fits with my brand. I was a flawed person. I'm continuing to be a flawed person. I make mistakes. Mm. It fits. If yeah, you, you abandoned me because of that joke I made in 2007, bye, you don't get me. <laughs> and so it's okay. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. It fits with my brand to have said a, a joke about fat people in 2007. I was a person that hated my body, still am. I, I, my brain wasn't fully developed. I was an addict. Like, it all makes sense. I'm not making excuses. I'm horrified by it. I'm righting my wrongs and don't want to do that anymore. And that's what we need in an apology. Accountability, a reason why you did it, not, not an excuse, but like, I think I've explored why I did that and why, and in a plan of action to not do it again. And also empathizing with how you hurt people. Like, yeah. how did it affect people? Yeah. I think that all of that, and if you get cheated on or something, like, if I, so I got cheated on, apologize to me for it, acknowledge how much I hurt, why you did it, and what are the actions you're going to take to not ever do that to me again. Can you tell we watched six hours of couples therapy on Showtime? <laughs> yeah, we'll get night. to that after this, <laughs> right after this. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. And we're back. Yeah, so Anya came with me this weekend to Vegas with Spade. So It was so fun. fun. It was so fun. So fun. Like, I'm still... I haven't cry laughed in a long time, but I did over the weekend many times. And uh, and then, weirdly, I had this thing like where when the weekend was over, I felt like crying all the time and I'm not PMSing and not hormonal. I think I was just so moved by all the humor and like Nikki and David's friendship is really sweet and funny. And, and I was just like, I'm so lucky 
to be here and like get to perform in Tucson with Nikki and then like get to come on the weekend and like I Which actually dinners. I got to help a little bit like yeah, a she, tiny bit with oh, something. Oh, you totally helped. So I oh. was like, what's what's going on over here, Texty? Like cause, uh, Anya would be like, we would be talking about the sound the night before. Like the sound was a little loud. The spotlight was a little bright. Anya's on the phone, like already like texting people like we need to adjust. The, and he's like, what's going on over here? What are you doing, fingers? <laughs> wow. And like, and so Anya's fixing thing. And I could tell that he was even like, she's kind of nice to have around. She's taking care. She I got can't some Diet Cokes for us. But like two incredibly talented, famous celebrities who are the funniest people in the world. Like can't get a diet coke to save their lives. Oh these my guys. god, it was so, <laughs> so funny. funny. So in the casino at the Venetian, it's like Pepsi all day long, everywhere. And Pepsi, diet Pepsi is disgusting. It's not even in. It's not an alternative to diet coke. It's an alternative to diarrhea. Like if you were like, do you want to drink diarrhea or diet Pepsi? You go, okay, yeah, that's those are in the same ballpark. I would rather have diet Pepsi. But diet Pepsi in lieu of diet coke doesn't make any sense. It's like offering orange juice. It's apples and oranges, literally. And so, um, we we and Spade loves diet coke. I love diet coke. It's a treat. We, he has a very specific way of eat of drinking it. I just like it with my dinner. I knew we got to the place early to have dinner, and I before Spade got there, and I was like, "This is not going to be good." The waitress, the server's like, "What would you like to drink?" And she's like, "Diet Coke." And she goes, "Oh, we only have Diet Pepsi." And Nikki goes, "Are you fucking serious?" (laughs) (laughs) She was already. She had a fun rapport with us. I I wasn't being. I just go, "Really gross." And then Spade said the same exactly. the same thing. And then so Spade the second night. So we Spade actually the first night was like so kind of bummed out about the Diet Coke that his opener, my friend Bobby Miyamoto, who is I've been friends with for years and, and he's open for Spade for years and years. He was like, you want me to go get you a Diet Coke? Like he kind of talked. He <laughs> had a, a stroke. And so he, he, he kind of talks and he like he's always kind of talked like a robot. He's like. Do you want me to go get you a Diet Coke? And Spade's like, I'll or, I'll buy dinner if you go get Diet Coke. Even though he's already going to buy dinner. We all knew it. <laughs> so then uh, Bobby goes to Walgreens to get Diet Cokes. Which is like an adv- it's a trek because you get lost in the Venetian. You get lost yeah, outside. It's 85 well, degrees. Walking outside. anywhere in Vegas yeah. is a nightmare. But then the next night we go to dinner. Same, you know, not same place, but in, in the same complex. And again, no Diet Coke. And we should have been prepared, but we weren't. <laughs> so then Spade, this time, gives a $100 bill to our waiter and goes, go find some Diet Cokes anywhere you can. We need them. And the waiter's like, okay, so the waiter change out, changes out of his outfit to go onto the strip to go find Diet Cokes. He can't find anyone, any any oh, of them anywhere. What he brings the, the $100 back. Spade then oh, has really? friends that are going to meet us later come early to bring Stop. Diet Cokes that Is they find. Is this insane? <laughs> and meanwhile, inside, I'm dying because I have already arranged for there to be four cans of Diet Coke in their green rooms because I learned from the night before what a fucking disaster. Let's get this place set up. Yeah. So just, the real disaster is that you didn't have those earlier. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <yeah. laughs> like it was a five minute walk and I'm just sitting there going, I can't believe the waiter has like gone sprinting for Diet Coke when I could just leave this place, go backstage. No, we need find, you there. I know. I had to be there for entertainment and yeah, beauty. Yeah, to laugh. 
Yes, and for beauty. Yes, um, but we laughed so much. The stories, um, the Instagram stories you share with your head. I can't. Back. Every single picture. I know she was. I classically laugh a lot. Like Rachel Feinstein gets me to do the Pez dispenser laugh. Bob Saget. I used to. when you said, "What am I at the dentist?" Yeah, I literally because <laughs> the chairs were kind of like reclining. So when I laid back, it really did look like it was uh, at the dentist. Um, yeah, it was just so many, so many laughs, and he is it was so, so f- naturally funny, and those two together are so funny because I don't say anything funny around him literally if you have you ever been around someone who's so funny that you just don't even try like you don't need to it's like what's the point it'd be like shouting at a a a movie that is you know like it doesn't no one needs this from me to like tag a movie that you're watching so it was just me I just get to laugh all weekend but it was cute and also slip into a horrible depression because I'll never be as funny as him yeah I mean that's what happened to me the first night after I had a rough set the first night I really didn't enjoy my set because my manager was there Mm. it's it's everyone's all the the people that run the Venetian are backstage and like it's a big night of like this is opening night of their residency and like it just and I wasn't even nervous it's so weird like beforehand I wasn't feeling nervous walking out on stage not nervous and then I get out there and I'm like why is my why are the words coming out of my mouth in a weird way I'm using words I've never used before I'm delivering these jokes in a way I've never delivered them before the timing is I'm timing it wrong like it was so off and the whole time I'm like get out of your head what is going on couldn't get out of it I forgot how to walk and talk at the same time it was so weird and also like and so then I go off stage and then Spade goes up and fucking is just the funniest person I've ever seen in my life and I just sunk into a low grade depression and was like really struggling the, the next day and it was so circumstantial it wasn't like I'm about to start my period it was just like someone's funnier than me I'll never be that funny I'm a fraud oh, yeah. everyone knows it um, and no one was telling the opener they were better than the headliner that night <laughs> and, I, and it's embarrassing because you have to like hang out with everyone afterwards and oh, act fine when you've had a bad set <laughs> and no one knew I had a bad set everyone would have been like yeah Spade was funnier but she was fine like no one would have noticed but thank god we had a second night because yes I, I got off stage on the second night and everyone was like, that was good. like, I'm like, that's what I'm capable yeah, of. Like really even Spade was like, you didn't like last night. I'm like, that was a C minus for me. I really, maybe a D in terms of what I'm capable of. I've done A's before. It that was bizarre a D. how you cannot, I cannot figure out the alchemy of a great show. And I've played thousands of shows in my life and I cannot figure out what make how to, how to make the magic? Well, to me, it's clear. I mean, one show you had a diet coke, and the other one you didn't. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and Brian. our sponsor. No, you know the first show. I will say we ate dinner before the show. I don't no, like to perform stuff. Yeah. Stuffed ourselves. You went to the buffet, I, and I was wearing a. And I all my clothes don't fit right now. I'm like I've gained some weight, and so nothing feels comfortable. And I'm having like my stylist in St. Louis. She is helping me get. Uh, clothing from like companies that they ship to me and I wear them and I, they're just loners and sample sizes are size two. If you don't fit in a size two, you don't get samples because it's a, that's the one they loan out for the pictures to be taken in their catalogs. That's the one that they loan out for celebrities to wear on the red carpet. It's just a safe size for every model that you would want to wear this to fit in. And if you don't fit into a size two, you got to squeeze into one because there's no sample fours or sixes or eights. There's none. That, that, that you have to buy those. So I have to fit into it. There's no like ifs, ands, or buts about it. I got to lose weight because I can't 
I can't afford to not because this is the only way to get free clothes. Or you can just buy a size. But up. I don't want to buy these clothes right. that I don't want to spend $800 on a dress that I'm going to wear one time. Yeah. Right. And why wouldn't you wear it more, Nikki? Because once you get a picture of it, you post it on Instagram. It doesn't, it, the likes depreciate after that. Nikki, why do you even care about that? Because I'm trying to build a career because I want people to love me because I want to survive the apocalypse when everyone starts to freak out. I want people to go, we got to get Nikki Glazer in a bunker. That's why, everyone. <laughs> that's why. She's really funny. That's why I need to As lose weight dying. to fit into these two size two clothes I mean it's just so I was fitting into the size two thing that is also a big size two but it was not big enough because it was like cutting off my I couldn't zip it all the way so I'm wearing something that's making me feel fat and also it had a blazer with it and whenever I'm wearing a blazer I just feel less feminine and Mm. I feel like just I'm already feeling chunky and not and, and it's this these these little shorts are riding up my ass. I'm wearing a thong, so I'm in deep discomfort. Right, and I'm I just ate, so there's like I, I and I'm bloated, and I just was like, oh, and my hair looked frizzy. Like I just couldn't. I didn't feel good. And then I see Spade in like comfortable shoes and jeans and like a cool hat, which by the way, I'm wearing a hat right now that Spade had at dinner the other night. And I was like, I want that hat. And he was like, write to them. They'll send it to you. So thank you to Kooks Supply for sending me this endless bummer hat. But, um, but yeah, I just, uh, it's a size two. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to be a size two to fit into the clothing that men's companies send you. Um, but it was just, yeah, that's what that's what makes a bad show. I want to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Well, then Nikki, stop wearing heels and dresses. Part of my comfort is looking hot. You can be comfortable and still wearing heels and dresses. I feel you. It's like it's all a, like I have a dress that is so deeply uncomfortable. It's sequins and it looks comfortable, but I can't wear it because I'll have a terrible show. The whole time it's digging into my skin, and I'm just like, Ugh. I just don't like to feel fat yeah i don't like yeah. to it's and i know people like are going to respond to this and go that's fat phobic you're you can't they're going to write letters. you're not fat why would you say that don't write letters please but like i just it it's a feeling i can't help i wish i didn't feel that way i don't want to be this kind of woman that has says things like this believe me i'm trying but it just was a rough weekend in that respect and um that's one of and, brian cranston's acting tips is uh he, he says just don't eat before you film because yeah. not it's not just you feel fat, but then you get a little tired. Because your body's operating on it. Yeah, you get tired. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. you does anyone realize that whenever you eat, you get cold afterwards? Yeah. Because your body, all your energy is going to your digestive tract to like operate. Your blood. So you get cold everywhere else. I always get cold after I eat because I'm tired. But it just sucks when you are feeling a little too big for your clothes. Cause there's nothing for me to do. There's nothing for me to change because I don't diet. I don't get to stop eating less. I don't. Some girls get to go like, I'm going to go on a juice cleanse. I don't get to do that. I just have to like wait it out. Yep. Which doesn't or I have to just like I could work out more. I'm sorry. Working out is making me fat. <laughs> it is. I have it been working out hungrier. constantly lately and I'm not even doing it to be skinny. I'm working out so I feel strong. So I feel confident. So I like burn off some of my thoughts. But it's making me. Like my clothes don't fit anymore. I just want my clothes to fit. Nikki, buy new clothes, but I gotta get those sample sizes. <laughs> and it just—it's uh—but it—it's it, kind of fun to talk about. Nothing ingratiates you more to an audience than saying I've gained weight, and they're all like, "Yeah, we noticed." And then they—I <laughs> make jokes about gaining weight. They fucking well, love everyone it. Everyone can relate to having yeah. tight pants. Oh yes. yeah, I haven't worn a belt Ugh. since COVID. I've been really. Yeah, I—I I used I've gained. Oh, because uh, you don't need it. Yeah, no, it well, yeah, I if I wear it it hurts. 
if I wear a belt on my jeans that I've worn, I have one pair of jeans that I've worn for like the last eight years, and now I can't wear a belt with it because of my big belly. <laughs> oh yeah. When COVID began, what what were the, your major changes in your life, like sartorially, fashion wise? I don't even know into- what sartorial means. <laughs> Yes, you do. Sartorially, I don't. like, uh, like, uh, it's fashion. Oh. Sartorial. I started wearing uh, uh, sweat shorts. I wear sweat yeah. shorts Ooh, everywhere. Cozy. I wear them. At, I still wear them. I don't. I wear sweat shorts, a Cotopaxi fanny pack, and a zip hoodie in every situation. I wore it to the Dodgers game. I'll wear it to. Uh, Is that fun for you? <laughs> I don't like, care. Is it nice to be a guy where you just don't have to think? Like, do you feel like free? Because because I think some guys are like, it would be nice to have a little bit more opportunity to dress up or dress down. Like men sometimes I think get envious of women being able to do like fun hairstyles or fun makeup, like things yeah. that could change. Or 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 do you feel like I feel, which is I would feel amazing if I could just have if I could pack a suitcase for Europe like Chris is going to do and bring three pairs of pants, five yes. shirts. And uh, two jackets yes. and one pair of shoes. Like, <laughs> I can't, like, it, I would oh cry out of happiness if that, oh. I'm not even kidding you, like, Phoebe thinking Bridgers. about my life, if I could pack a carry-on suitcase everywhere I go, I know. I get emotional and like thinking about my dop kit would be a plastic bag <laughs> with like maybe some face lotion in it and a toothbrush. Like, I can't yeah. handle what that would, how my life would change oh, without God. all the shit that I need. This is real emotion. It, it really is like I get when I see Chris pack for a trip with his little suitcase, I just get like, man, like I just want him to appreciate what that is. Where uh, even over the weekend, John Lovett, John Lovett's, yeah. was, he was at the Tropicana. And so he came over for our show on Saturday night and was hanging out backstage Afterwards, he was like, look at all your things. And it was like, (laughs) he was like, it is a very, it's quite different for a woman. And he was, because I had like five different pairs of shoes that I might need based on the outfit and then like two dresses and then my makeup. And it's like, did you wear those? It's like, I did you wear those? Yeah, I had to have all that stuff. And it's like, maybe I didn't because I could have chosen the outfit before, but that stuff would have just been up in my room. I had to bring all those options. I didn't know what I was going to, I like not wearing the one pair of shoes Nikki will wear on stage are completely impossible to walk in so the second she gets off she has to put on the other pair of heels that are at least manageable but the shoes I wear on stage let me say I am not in discomfort while on stage even in my tight outfit not uncomfortable on stage I have no feelings in my body on stage oh, the best. I could be shot in the head and I would still <laughs> per- perform I'm not kidding you try to shoot me I will keep performing I will not Just notice any me. pain <laughs> But I, the second I step off stage, I will start to feel the pain again. So there is the adrenaline keeps all that pain away. So it, it doesn't bother me to wear uncomfortable shoes on stage at all, like literally at all. It's the second I get off, it, it's it's bothersome, and that's why at meet and greets I will sometimes look like a hobo. <laughs> and I have just sometimes people will go, "I wanted to dress with you in that uh, picture with you in that pretty dress," and I'm oh. like, "Sorry." You should have done a selfie while I was on stage because I can't. You're never like a hobo. Like the hoboiest thing is like a cute, stretchy, like bodycon dress that's pink. No, I wore I wore my pajamas on stage the other like to the meet and greet the other night. I wore this. Your shoes were cute. Triple XL Taylor Swift. Yeah, the shoes were still cute. All right, final thought. Um, so over the, yeah, the weekend was fun. Any highlights? Any? Well, can you answer? So what what brings you to St. Louis, Anya? 
I mean, you guys are oh, in yeah. you guys are in Vegas, yeah. and now you're in St. Louis. Yeah. Well, she came with she extended the trip because I have an idea to create a Taylor Swift cover band. I've been toying with it for a while. All I want to do, I I've been reading a lot about like happiness and productivity and thinking a lot about my life and like my decisions and like what really makes me happy. And there's no question singing Taylor Swift songs is the, my favorite thing to do in the whole world, whether I'm by myself or with people, Taylor Swift is it. It's my happy place. Why am I not doing it as much as possible? So I thought, and also I love performing and I love Taylor Swift performing Taylor Swift songs. I don't even want to perform my own songs. I just, I was with my voice teacher a couple weeks ago and I go, He's like, you need to write your own songs. And I'm like, I don't really want to. Like, this gets it done for me. Like, her songs feel like I have a relationship with them that is as if they're my own, in a way. Like, I like them more than anything I could ever write. I don't You're like even... the song's aunt. Yeah, I was thinking about... <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Like, like with my niece and nephew. Like, I don't need to be a mother. I'm good being an aunt. That's so it, Brian. Nice. Thank you. Great analogy. Thank you. I, I just... I've, I keep thinking I want to write songs, but I was thinking about it the other day and I go, why can't you? What? Why could you write jokes, Nikki? Like you saw you at one point in your life, you decided I'm going to be a comedian. You started writing jokes. Why was that so much easier for you than writing songs? I don't have the answer to that. All I know is it was easy. Writing songs is not easy. I don't like to do things that don't feel good. And writing songs to me does not feel good yet. Maybe it will sometime. It does not feel good. It's torturous from start to finish. I feel like a fraud. I feel like a fool. I want, and then the other day, my voice teacher said, why don't you write songs? And I said, I just like singing Taylor Swift songs. That's really all I want to do. And he's like, what about this other song? And I'm like, yes, there are other songs I like besides her. But, and then I was, after going to Era's tour, I just thought, there are a lot of people that can't afford Era's tour. I know that I would go see a Taylor Swift cover band if the whole time we just got to sing out loud. And I was like, well, why don't I do this? So yes. I asked Anya to start a cover band with me, and that's cool. what we're working on. You have yeah. a name? Do you have a name? No, not yet. But I think I, that's going to take a really long time because I'm going to have to go through. Wait, we have to have a name? Why well, don't yeah, we just like, be Nikki Glazer covers Taylor Swift? Because it, it's kind of funny to do a cover band okay. song. Like, there's one for um, oh, Sublime yeah. that's like. Uh, we practice Santeria, oh, which is hilarious because it's, I don't practice Santeria. And they're like, no, we practiced it, which is so funny. So there's like a fun, there's that's a way to be cute. funny with the, ba- like there's one cover band called Reputation. Like they'll, do, right. they'll take some part of her catalog, but um, yeah, so that is going, and, and the cardigans. Oh, that's funny. Cause it's already Sorry. exists. Um, yeah, I, I think that, and it's, I think it'll be lucrative for both of us. Not that Do you I know what like, that means, Brian. Uh, lucrative. <laughs> it'll be sartorial. Uh, <laughs> lucrative is like of the, of the book of Luke from the Bible. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Or a Christian Taylor Swift. Oh, this is a Christian Taylor <laughs> Swift band. We just change all the lyrics to God. There's to a God. blank space baby and Jesus is in it. And I'll write his name. Yeah, I'll write his name. Oh my name. God. Um, it's been fun it's challenging for me I've been playing guitar for 20 years and I do not play this way I don't strum this way so I feel like I just started playing guitar and for anyone who's tried to learn guitar and I know Nikki can relate it's the one thing that can make you feel 
absolutely suicidal. Like you want to throw the instrument yeah. across yep. the room mm. because you have to put in so much time to learn the muscle memory. And it's like incredibly frustrating. If people play guitar out there, how the fuck do you learn finger picking? And like every song has a I different- I can finger pick. I can't pick pick. Well, like, finger picking, how do you do that? If Because there's one song I'm trying to learn and it's- a, I'll teach you. It's a, it's a pat. I already know the pattern. Okay. I know the pattern on this hand and the chords are the only thing that's changing. How, is it just muscle memory? You just yeah. do it enough that you so, cry a lot. So everyone has to go through the stage of wanting to I kill yourself you and rip off your other, hand. Yes, I don't know how you're doing this strum. That one comes naturally to me. Finger I mean, picking, I've put do in not easily, easily a thousand hours on this one strum, and I still don't have it. But I'm seeing hope. I'm seeing the light at the end of the oh tunnel. Oh my god, it's so frustrating. Everything is so. But you know what? I like this process. Yeah, and and it's a way for me to get my best friend kind of obsessed with Taylor Swift. Like, I'm going to get you. It's like, already uh, infiltrating my sleep. I woke up today singing Death by a Thousand Cuts. Like, you, but this is a sneaky way for me to get a friend <laughs> on board with my Taylor Swift. Like, you might be able to go to concerts now and like, is there, have you learned a new appreciation for her? Oh, I definitely have a couple favorite songs that I'm like, oh, I enjoy, like, I would enjoy t listening to these in my spare time. Like, you, I you're think You're not like August obsessed yet, though. I'm I don't know if I could get obsessed, but I love August. I think that's a great song. I could I think it's really smart. I love the phrasing. I like Lavender Haze, which is so simple, but there's just something about that. Oh, 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 wow, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's sexy. It's like kind of soulful. Mm -hmm. It's a little departure for her. But August is like the phrasing of that to me is really genius. Okay. Like when she's doing the whole thing about, and also the but line. But you're not going to like watch videos of her and be like, she's so cute. Blondie, we cute. love you. She is cute. Like, I just want to watch videos of her being adorable. Like, it's like this, um, it's, I'm trying to find someone to get obsessed with me. Of like, my mom's almost you there have where I can, I can so show. So many people, all of your fans. I, I know there's, I need someone close in my circle <laughs> that I'm able to like, my mom is getting there Well, I'll send my mom like kind of insider Swifty stuff where I'm like, look at her mom listening to her. Look at like, I kind of share things where it's like, you can share all that stuff with me. No, you do watch. There was a video the other day of like her garter belt broke. And I was like, look yeah, how she yeah, fixed yeah. it. And it was like this really cute way mm -hmm. of her, like telling her, she's like singing. I have this thing where I get, and she's like looking, pointing she's at like, her garter belt. Can you help and then me? she like puts it up and then her, her dancers fix it. And she's still singing. And then, and she fucking nails it. And it was just like, it's fun to watch how pro she is and fucking cute. And um, I'm gay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as, as my mom says, everyone was gay for her in that stadium. Every woman. She's so You're, cute. I get it, Nikki. She's so cute. So yeah, we're, um today we're going to my voice teacher, I'll be interested for you to meet him. I can't and wait to see I'm, the I'm process. I'm kind of nervous. Like, yeah, no, we're gonna bring in some songs for him to help us arrange. I'm nervous because um, my voice is not of. Oh no, he will be so obsessed with your voice. I'm. It's gonna be like me bringing in a pretty friend to a guy. You know what I mean? Like a friend who's prettier than you. Like I just have to like. I've already steeled myself no. against his, seeing his reaction to an actual good voice because all I see is his reaction to mine, which. Has a lot of promise, and he's very com <laughs> no. he's very complimentary about my voice. Extremely, that's one of the things I love most about him. Is yes, yes, is that he 
he he sees a lot of potential in me and always makes me feel amazing about my voice but i'm 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 willing to believe that there's a different level to his enthusiasm that i'm probably going to witness today after he, mm, he hears anya's like natural <laughs> voice um and then we're just going to work on songs and we're going to watch succession tonight and uh, go out to dinner with my family so is it just you two in the band or is it more uh, just us for now. I'm just starting out like Tegan and Sarah Indigo Girls <laughs> style. And then we're going to add more. Nikki's being and- very patient with me because she knows like all of these songs and I'm I'm she's like no, slowly you, walking me through I would ne- you are like blazing through them I expected this to take way longer you're like I knew what I was getting with you you're a phenom like you are so quick to you're so quick and like yeah and you're a pro musician so it's nice that I have a head start because I can't if it were the other way around it we'd be fucked <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm like just learning. And, and I'm learning from watching her learn and then, then she gets it right and it sounds amazing and I'm like oh yes. I've just been like uh, you know I'm a novice so it's like nice to have someone who's like I don't even deserve to be I don't in think a you're cover a band with anymore. you I, yeah. both you guys yes. went on Instagram live on our podcast page Nikki Glazer pod on yes. Instagram yes. and um, I think it was maybe like a year ago I forget if it was with Rokio or with Amy Chapman who you were practicing with for mm-hmm. the mass singer, but you were mm-hmm. saying that um, some advice that you got from the vocal coach was just interpret this in your own way. And when right. you're, when you were singing, you know, I'm, I'm familiar enough with Taylor Swift, but I definitely heard your, like your Take own voice it. in it. Like well, you're, you're you. not a novice anymore. Absolutely not. Well, Amen. I'm climbing out of novice. And, and and I'm beginning the intermediate ladder, yes. which feels good. But yes, it's I still want to call myself a novice, so the bar is low. That's what and our then, band name no. is, the novice. <laughs> oh my god, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> the, we should like, I would have our my band be called like I suck, and so no one could ever go. <laughs> cool. She kind of sucks. Like be like, well, she told us. It's like Amy Schumer calling her special mostly mostly sex stuff. Oh, yeah. So no one could go. I don't know. It was mostly sex stuff. It's like yeah, I, that's what I told you. It's such a good thing. Beat them to the the punch. So if you have any um suggestions for what our Swift uh, Taylor Swift cover band should be called, and it I would predict yeah. that we'll probably book stuff by early fall. And they will be small venues where we can do acoustic, um, s- acoustic performances, and there's sing-along shows. So yeah. um, singing along loudly is encouraged. We already do because a we're little sing-along <laughs> in our, you know, in Nikki's show. We do a little element of that. Yes. in my set, and um, it's so fun to have audience participation. It it really does give you goosebumps. It's so fun, and that's what Taylor Swift going to see her during eras. Everyone's singing the entire time, and I and my mom hates when people sing at concerts. But I even asked her, did it bother you? And she's like, no, that's what that is that night. That's what it is, and everyone's on board, and it doesn't bother you at all. Can you and still she, hear Taylor? Oh, perfectly. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. It did. It does. Mm-hmm. And you know why it doesn't bother you? You can't hear someone singing next to you because you're singing. Yeah, so it doesn't. Yeah. And you can hear her. Like it's it. it Whatever they do, sound wise, it's it's fun. And so, um, if you're a Swifty out there who would like to come to a sing along, um, please come to our show uh, that haven't been booked yet, but we're preparing for it. So look out for that. And if you have a, a clever name for a Taylor Swift cover band, please DM them to us. And if you have anything to comment on, you can always leave us a Fanthrax message that we will eventually get to. And that link can be found at Nikki Glazer Pod underneath, like in the bio. It's the link in the bio where you can call up and 
leave us a message and it doesn't we don't care if it's meandering i don't care if you aren't prepared to talk we're not going to be judging it harshly um some besties have written down their statement before they record it just to so it's concise or whatever you want but you don't have to do that we don't care if it's meandering we love you no matter what thank you for listening we're so appreciative thank you for all the love we've gotten for brian being added to the show it means so much to me when i hear it i hope you're getting some of that brian um yeah, I do actually a little bit. I mean, I I I just zoom in on the hate and then I focus on that. But there's one <laughs> oh. little nugget of hate and a pile of love. I will just be like, that's a pile. Right. Of that's shit. why you, I can't even read the piles of love yeah. because those little nug- so, you know, hate nuggets. I just wait for the tide um, to turn and then I, and then it'll turn back around. That's the real beauty. Yeah, eventually you'll leave the show someday, yes. and then everyone will go. This new guy sucks. We miss Brian. <laughs> yeah. That's always. People just hate new. They love old. And so you just have to wait it out. Eventually, someday people will be shitting on whoever is the or like eventually you'll be the one that everyone is like, we miss him. It's like getting to know anybody. You know, I'm just a guy. All I ever say is there was a time where you didn't know who Tom Hanks was. Okay. So this whole idea of like, who's this guy? Yeah. Chill the fuck out and wait a second to get to know Honestly, people. Honestly, everything I've heard is people are in love. Yeah. That's Brian, all I've heard too. But I just, but I so just as someone who has often been the new person on things, I get a lot of who is this? And it's like, yeah. did you, you didn't even know your dad. You had to meet your dad for the, there was a time where your dad, you go, who is this guy? Right. So just give it time. You have to meet people. Are you done knowing who people are? It's uh, I'm getting mad at someone who doesn't even it's like one person who doesn't even listen to the show and just saw one clip and decided to spout off alright thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast and being overwhelmingly positive um, uh, don't be and just don't even offer me a diet Pepsi disgusting <laughs> from BBC Radio 4 Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip I thought in that moment oh my god We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work.